29 of The Ball Run, the in-house podcast for snooker professional Stuart Bingham. This content is sponsored by Q Creator, the experts in bespoke Q design. This is a show in which I, sports journalist James Conasanti, ask the man nicknamed Ball Run about recent results and life on tour. Uh, good, I'm go- I was going to say good morning, but it's, we've just ticked over. Good afternoon, mate. How are you today? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, a bit of a hungover from obviously getting beat in the obviously group two of the championship league but yeah. um sort of happy the way i played in the end um obviously lost my first four games but then won won the fifth and then had a chance if i'd have beat kyron in the last game that i would have stayed in and played obviously today and tomorrow but it mm. wasn't meant to be and uh but it was good practice, really, for obviously the Masters next week. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a mixture, wasn't it, of wins and defeats, relatively equal measure against you say like likes of Holt and O, uh, Wilson, Dot, and Higgins. I, you know, like you say, it didn't seem like there, there was there was much between sort of any of it. And I guess that's that's just sort of how it padded out in terms of the Championship League this week. Yeah. Yeah, best of five. It, it's a uh, it, it's a sort of a tough format. It's sort of, you've got to get quick off the blocks, and uh, obviously it's a bit of a it seems a bit of a scoring fest. Um, mm. People more relaxed. There's no obviously ranking points on it. It's just obviously let's say a bit of, bit of money. But um, yeah, sort of obviously it's good to compete. Having a say, having a sort of trying to get match fit for next week. Yeah, scoring fest indeed. Which brings us on nicely to your headline uh, grabbing news of the week. Your eighth career maximum uh, in that championship league in a in a group one match against uh, Uno. Um, now, we'll come to the fact that you're making these at a rate of knots in a minute. But for now, tell me where this one ranked. Uh, I, I watched back on YouTube some tricky shots, including that uh, that double last red. Uh, yeah, how did it feel? Where does it rank in your 147s? Um, yeah, so-so. Hmm. Um, probably, yeah, not up there with some of the others. But, um, yeah, it was obviously, like, so obviously the last red on the double. I, the a few of the other players said you could see by my body language I thought I missed it right yeah um, yeah, I can see that as you walk to the middle yeah. pocket yeah I see you glancing at it yeah and uh, yeah when I did it, it, it obviously some of the cushions slide and some play square so it was a bit of a sort of a guess and mm. uh, as soon as I did it I said I thought I, I missed it far <laughs> jaw and, and when obviously as I was looking over it I'm thinking oh it's got a chance of getting in and yeah. it went in pretty easy yeah and uh, then it's just obviously holding yourself together put a Obviously, uh, a good, good green with a rest. It's obviously, obviously missable, but uh, obviously, I, I can't help it now. Every time I get on a max, the pink mm. obviously floods back of two thousand when I miss the pink. Mm. Um, it's, I, like, I don't is that right? That's it. interesting. That's your twitch ball, yeah. is it? No matter how it's placed, you, it's always just because it's the pink sort of thing, is it? Yeah, yeah. That's I, interesting. I, like, it's just I'd, I'd normally like I'd just get my head just to pop the pink, mm. like forget the black, just try and make, make sure the pink, so yeah. I don't do that again. But um, yeah, it's obviously nice to do, and I'm, I think I'm more gutted that I missed obviously yesterday. Uh, not yesterday, that obviously the um, against John Higgins, I had mm. another chance. I missed the last red. Yeah. Um, just obviously, I had to get it off the cushion and uh, add it. Obviously, chance into the green pocket. And as I did, I thought it was in. Mm. 
Um, and uh, obviously look back at it, it looks really close on the TV. So mm. I'm, I'm probably more gutted about missing that, to be fair. Yeah, you obviously like those tables, don't you? It feels like there's a few opportunities there for it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, and let's face it with me, there's every chance of that. But um, I believe you've now made 147s in each of the last four calendar years. Uh, there's some going. I mean, what do you put the prolific record down to on that front? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I read that somewhere. Mm. Um, I don't know. Don't know. Just sort of. I suppose we're just getting more opportunity to go for it. Um, don't know. Being a bit more relaxed. Uh, obviously, the game's been there say for the last few years, and just um, don't know. Yeah, just when I seem to get on one, um, like you say, I, I made one in the first group and I was obviously I had a very good chance of making one in the second group but uh, yeah I just seem to get on them every now and then uh, maybe we go missing for six months and then I'll I'll get another two or three in a couple of days or in practice mm. yeah do you think it's your at- attitude towards the game do you think some players are, are less likely because they are thinking you know frame first match first and all the rest of it and it maybe got a different mindset or is it just it, it just sort of almost like the draw that if it presents itself and, and you jump on it sort of thing yeah I think so yeah Say people more winning matches and and uh, just obviously trying to get in the frame, sort of to get into a, a lead where yeah, I'm probably if I'm get that first red and I um, get a chance on the black and there's a few more open reds, I'm I'm sort of gunning for it. Um, a few people have asked me on that max I made that when did you think about it? and I honestly thought first red, right? Um, some of the, the way the reds were split, sort of there was two or three reds up pass of blue but other than that they was all sort of nicely ran that ran the air uh ran the sort of black and pink spot so uh, yeah. it, i felt it was a good chance yeah i guess still i don't think i've ever asked you this question but they say about snooker players you know and how many shots they think ahead and i guess it's at what stage of the frame and, and it's different variables what would you say though i mean how many you you know is it distracting do you, do you sometimes thinking like multiple multiple shots ahead? How, how many on average do you think you think ahead in the um, on average, may probably uh, back in the day when Davis used to say he could see like six shots ahead mm. or something like that. But I'd say two or three. Sometimes you can, you know, where you got to get to open and uh, obviously a certain pack of balls, and, and uh, you got to get on the right side to put a ball in the left pocket so it mm. clears. You, you, you can see patterns. Yeah, um, that's probably the the best yeah. word to describe it you can so yeah you, you sort of look in sometimes you can look sort of say five six shots ahead but other times you can only see one or two so yeah is it more a case well, you're yeah. thinking in terms of territory like almost zones and kind of you know yeah. rather than actual shots you're just thinking positioning i need to be around this area and this area sort of thing yeah yeah, obviously, as as we're men, sort of we're problem solvers, and yeah. it's sort of like <laughs> Michelle's uh, not in here, shot. She no. picked you up on this, is she? <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I just I just think like it's a it's a puzzle, so you got to try yeah. and unlock. And as soon as I come to the table, I'm trying to unlock the hardest ball to open the frame up, sort of thing. Yeah. To obviously make breaks where people would maybe try and pop balls that are there I'm, I'm trying to unlock the frame to winning that visit sort of thing yeah yeah absolutely that's no, it's fascinating stuff I'd love to see a, a study on the psychology of it but um, anyway obviously yeah huge congratulations on the maxi mate and uh, you know finally I, I mean I know we discussed the start of your master's defence in 
reasonable depth just before the Christmas break in, uh, in episode 28. Um, but you get underway Monday afternoon against Uno again. Um, so how's the prep going? You know, and how much are you looking forward to it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's going good. Um, obviously, coming what third, I think, in the group and uh, in the first group, and then obviously finishing last yet last night in in the second group. It weren't ain't great, but the way I sort of played at the end, um, it's gave me obviously a bit of confidence going into Monday's match. Um, so I decided to stay in Milton Keynes. I could have gone home last night. Mm. Um, but obviously the way it's spreading at home, it's I'd rather be safe than sorry sort of thing. So yeah. decided to stay up, and uh, I've got another test today, and um, and then practice obviously Saturday and Sunday. Blimey, you must uh, have had ready some, for Monday. You must have had some tests by now, mate. What, what, you, you, yeah, I'm definitely reckon? in a double figure. Do you reckon? Oh, yeah, God, the poor old yeah. I See, I still haven't had one because, I, you know, I've heard about it, but it's just been no cause for me. I'm relatively uh, um, isolated anyway, but um, I guess it's just it's part of the course for you, isn't it? It's just a, a regular thing. Yeah, obviously the testers now, sort of, you're getting some of the regular testers and, and they said, oh, you didn't even flinch that time. I'm like, <laughs> no, I've done it too many times. I know what's coming. Yeah, uh, well, fingers crossed on, on all the fronts. But, um, Stu, that's great. Thank you very much for your time today. And of course, best of luck for the next one. Lovely. Thanks, James. Cheers.